0: Everyone, and welcome back to the Talk of Fame podcast with your host, Kanye Montigny. I'm so happy it's finally start getting to enjoy some warm weather. I know, I don't know about you, Shamar, but I'm so enjoying summer and getting to sleep in and everything. But other than summer, we have tons of interviews. In which today, we have Shamar Rice. Shamar is a dancer and actress, spent most of, most of his childhood dancing with his family dance crew, the Baltimore Showstoppers, perform, f- performing and battling other crews. Later in life, after he towards men's he discovered that he had love and passion for acting recovering from his injury he spent most of his time developing his career in acting eventually a few months later after a lot of physical therapy continued pursuing his passion in the entertainment industry and look forward further and shamar welcome to the podcast it is lovely to have you
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm super excited for you to come on and join. And like, like, first of all, like, does your like whole family dance?
1: Um, They did at a point in time. Yes. Besides my father and um, one of my brothers.
0: Ooh, like, like how old were you? Like when you first kind of like started dancing, like, give us kind of like a deep dive and like how, when you started dancing and stuff.
1: Um I started dancing when I was 5 years old. It wasn't a career or anything. It was a hobby because I mean I was young and didn't know anything about, you know, the business side of dance or anything. So it was just fun for me. It was fun for my whole family actually. So um the group um started in 2004, but Um, I didn't know anything about it um, because, you know, I was obviously I was that young. So they didn't put me around that. But I knew, you know, that they were dancing. But I wasn't allowed, you know, downstairs. Mm -hmm. They were practicing because, you know, I was young. Um, But in 2005, it kind of like kicked off for me because it was just one time where I, I did slip downstairs, you know, when I wasn't supposed to. And, you know, I was just dancing and like my family loved it. And, you know, uh, I still couldn't really do anything, but my oldest brother, he literally was just pushing me to just dance, you know, he was the one that was just there. So, that's kind of how I really got into it um, and started doing it with my family.
0: Wow, that's crazy, especially at a young age, you started dancing. That's incredible, because, like, it was, like, similar to me as well, because my sister did dance growing up when I was a little kid, and then she so literally convinced me for years to do dance, and then, like three years ago I started dancing and she was like I told you but like dance is like my biggest like factor in life it's it's, like you whatever you're going through you just turn on music on blast it on headphones and start dancing whenever you want
1: oh yes of course it's so therapeutic
0: it definitely is and like like with your group your family group like did you guys perform in your area in Baltimore or did you perform like around the country
1: um, okay, so we have not been around the country, um, a lot in our area, you know, um, in our city, of course. But, um, I know we did travel out of town before, but I don't remember. And that was like, it was crazy because I think that that was my first show actually performing out of town. And like the dance groups, I found out like they get altercations. So, oh, really? Yeah, for, comp- like, in competitions, I, I guess, you know, um, because one is, like, better or something like that. I don't know, but it was my first time seeing that, and I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, I am young, but I th- I know, you know, like, um, fighting is and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I knew that dance, like, would have, you know, this um, type of, you know, like, uh, environment, you know, mm-hmm. growing up. I'm going to see more of it. I mean, it's competitive, so... I get it. I understand.
0: Yeah, like with especially like in the dance industry, like the industry from my experience, I think you should think the same thing as well. But it's very competitive in what you're doing. No matter if it's like your private dance team, or traveling all over the place. But I know if I don't know if you watch Dance Moms, but it's like you, you see like if you watch Dance Moms, you know, but it's like the teacher will basically yell at you for 24-7 and basically like from that show it was so competitive and I'm like when I watched that show I was like I don't want to be part of that competitive industry like it's just like like it's so competitive I'm like why would I want to be comp- part of like a competitive industry but then it's like it's dance like who doesn't want to dance though is a question though
1: yeah i mean and see people can dance you know like they can get into it they don't they don't have to do the competitive side they could yeah they
0: just... can like do it like outside of it it's like do it at like, a party
1: or get together yeah for sure
0: and like how do you kind of find like how do you kind of drive in your craft Or after you tore like your miscellus um, or like however like you pronounce it
1: oh meniscus yes um It was a long journey uh, because when I, you know, when I um, tore my meniscus, you know, I got my surgery um, two weeks after. Like it was quick. And um, but I had to get through a lot of like um, like tests. You know, I had to get an MRI. I had to get an X-ray at the hospital. You know, they couldn't do anything because it was the higher up you know, that had to on the orthopedic. So I in order to get um um to find out what really happened, I had to get a MRI and it just scans more deeper, you know, into your body than an x-ray. So I had to get that, but I had to wait, you know, I had to wait more days and I was in pain. Um and then I actually got the MRI and went to uh get it checked. And you know, they told me like I told my meniscus and that I would have to get surgery. So when that happened, you know, um, I cried, obviously, because I'm a dancer, you know, like it's something I love to do and I can't do it because, you know, I hurt myself. Um, And then, you know, he he told me the recovery process, you know, it was going to be about like basically a year, you know, nine, 11 months, yeah, of recovery. So during that recovery time, um, I actually, um, I actually like started looking back into acting because before I told my meniscus, you know, acting was not like heavy on my mind, but I did do background work for um, lo- locally in my city for a uh, movie and I loved it, but I didn't understand, you know, like the directions to go in or the guidance. Mm-hmm. So um, it just popped back on my mind, like during my recovery time. And um, from there, I think I had uh I was searching and like acting groups and it was in Baltimore. So it was locally. And I um was just seeing like so many people post like little gigs in Baltimore. And I um actually like started hitting people up and I hit up the right person, you know, and they actually had a program for actors here in Baltimore for free, where you know, you get um uh a scene, you know, and help create it and it's like other actors and uh, he created that for me, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then from there, I met other actors and we, you know, we uh, had a, like, we had a um, short film. So mm-hmm. that's how I got in it. But that was, like, after, you know, like, my recovery process. But during the whole nine to 11 months thing, I was just researching and, you know, just uh gathering as much information as I could, you know. So when I get back on my feet, because in my mind... I wanted to actually, to be able to move, you know, I I didn't want to limp or anything because I still could have got into it while I was, you know, um, on crutches and things like that, but I didn't want to limp or nothing. I wanted to actually run. You feel, I had that on my mind. Like I wanted to be active in, you know, acting. Um, But yeah. So after that, um, we, we had shot it and from there, I mean, it was just like the rest was history you know what I'm saying
0: definitely like it's like I love how like you like even after that surgery you just like kind of like didn't help back no matter if it was hard you know I mean like you're like okay I know a lot of people want to slow down but I do not want to slow down I just want to go pursue my dream like I wanted to ask you since you're both a dancer and actor like would you consider going out doing like a play or something on Broadway or doing like a local production, to, to that type of thing.
1: Um, it's definitely on a bucket list. Um, I'm not, you know, the biggest fan of you know stage because I grew into TV and film. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard. Um, but I'm not gonna never say never. You know, I know that it's gonna happen, and I'm willing to you know put in the work for that too. Um, I. I love that I know how to dance and I know and I love that I know how to act because it's those specific opportunities. I could do stage, but I don't have the training in that. You oh, know. Yeah. So that's just the only difference. Now, like I said, I'm willing to learn um mm. when an opportunity arises. But um, for right now, I'm just focusing on, you know, TV and film, but I will definitely expand, you know, the vault in order to, you know, do a Broadway play. You know what I'm saying? But they they require sometimes singers. Like, everybody has to be a singer, you know, and I'm not a singer, so that's the biggest thing. But, I mean, I could be wrong. They don't always have to sing, you know, but yeah. I'll be wrong when an opportunity arises.
0: Mm, definitely. like I can see you as, like, a Broadway-type of person, though, even though, like, you don't have, like, the training and that thing. Like, even, like, a dancer yeah. and actor, like, sometimes, like, with actors, you do not, like, there's not a lot of actors that can do both, like, dancing and acting, or do something, like, like a film that does, like, like, does dancing and acting not like la la land but it's like he's out singing but it's like both singing and dancing at the same time
1: yeah for sure for sure
0: like after like you had that surgery like did you ever like dance competitively or did like any dancing story after it like after the surgery
1: like after i got the surgery or like after recovery
0: um either one both
1: um I for so one, no, I didn't dance competitively after the surgery. um, but I will say, and this is still to, you know, uh after the surgery. So I didn't dance competitively competitively after the surgery, but I want to say about like nine months in, I think when I hit like my nine month mark um or 10 months, I started to dance again, but it was in my home it was just you know i felt myself getting like better i think i was probably at like 70% and i was able to still do some some dance moves you know and around this time i still like i, I don't I, I don't think i had my brace on anymore um yeah i don't i don't think i had my brace on anymore so it was just you know um like uh, a bandage wrap yeah but I could still dance, you know, and I just wanted to work my leg, you know, I wanted to work my knee that I tore, um, and it was hard, you know, it, it, it hurt, but not bad, but yeah, um, and then after, you know, I want to say when I hit that year mark, like, next year, like, like, save it was this year, and it was, um, I guess November, that's when I started trying to dance, and then, like, the Next year in March, oh, I was on fire. Like I was doing dance videos. I wasn't competitively dancing yet, but I did set a goal, you know, to start, you know, getting into that world again, Um, March, April, May. I gave myself into May and in May, I started dancing competitively again, but it wasn't hard. You know, I wasn't pushing myself because I couldn't go to my fullest potential, but I was happy I did it.
0: Yeah, that's, a, like, that's amazing. Like, to, like, pf, like see yourself, uh, you know, a year before, and, like, getting surgery, then next year you're dancing, you're doing what you love. Like, not mm-hmm. a lot of people will actually do that after they have surgery. It's like a lot of people just lose the motivation in doing that.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you said that I I, I did lose the motivation because, for one, the doctor told me that I was not going to be able to dance the same. You Oh, know? really? yeah um, and I proved them wrong, but yeah. I can do certain things. My body will allow me to do certain things, and my my body won't allow me to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but the doctors were kind of right. but I mean, for me to have my same energy before I got my surgery, like and having it afterwards, I, like, th- that's all I need. I don't need to dance the same or whatever as long as I got my energy from when I dance. That's all that matter to me.
0: Yeah, that's all that matter. As long as you have the same love and energy to put that work in every day, that's, yeah. like, it doesn't matter how good you are how much you change. It's really about, like, what you think and how your heart is.
1: Yeah, for sure. That, that journey, it really, truly, like, it, it like, de- depressed me um it it hurt me mentally because I was on you know uh pills you know for that for my knee and I had to get off of them because it was making me hallucinate it was making me have um sleep paralysis and I didn't like it you know I just felt like in the clouds you know um and I felt like it was messing with my judgment so I got off of them and I just started you know winging it you know on my own and just like going through the pain
0: Mm -hmm. and like after, like, your brother got incarcerated, like, how did that kind of, like, affect you personally, like, in your work?
1: Um, it, it It affected me badly. And not to take away from me, but it affected my whole family. And we all stopped dancing. Like, the group completely just stopped. You know, we stopped everything. But for me, it really hurt me because, like I told you, my brother got me into this you know so our bond was so strong like no other you know back when I was a kid and he was basically my like my mentor you know like my inspiration like I looked at him like oh my god you know um so for for that to happen it just like completely like shattered like everything like where I just started thinking like wow am I even gonna dance like again am I even gonna feel like am I gonna have the motivation I don't know like I can't do this without him yeah and sure enough yeah
0: because like with that one person like I know your brother really like convinced you to do dancing and to see that one person that you looked up to like like, of course like, when, like your siblings is the people, is one of the people that you look up to the most besides your parents. And so, yeah. and, like, to see, like, the person that made you start doing what you're doing at the moment fall down, it just makes you fall down with it, too. Because if my brother or any of my siblings go through that, I'm like, I'm going down too with them. I don't care what anyone says, I'm going down too.
1: Yeah. And sure enough, I did go down. Like, the whole family went down and, you know, um we stopped for years, you know, we didn't even, I think we got back right two years later, you know, when he came home, but I, I, I it wasn't the same. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it definitely wasn't like after that experience, like it is like changes, like your perspective on dancing the way like you do things.
1: Facts. And it was fun for me. It wasn't like I said, a career. So like just me, you know get my joy took from me because they took him it's just okay you're back home but it's not the same the dance group is done you know it is just no bringing it back because everybody you know got old and rust well you know like rusty you know they haven't done it so it was no bringing it back
0: Mm, definitely and like how did a guy from the baltimore dance club kind of lead to dancing with a group in the area
1: uh oh. Um <laughs>
0: is that no guy like you saw a guy spotted you or something and he like put you, like, you auditioned, right? For a group?
1: Um yes, yeah, so I tried out for a group. That's gonna be okay. So I was in high school, I was a freshman, and uh, you know this is like literally the moment I seen that I like wanted to get back into dance you know what I'm saying it, it made me feel like how I felt when my brother wanted me to get into dance and it was the same genre so I was in I was in high school my my high school had talent show Fridays and this guy you know he danced to the type of music that I you know I grew up listening to and I'm like God, I'm a new student I, I don't have nobody to talk to this about um talk about about this so I'm just amazed you know and I just went up to him like the guy after um he finished dancing you know and I connected with him and I'm just like hey like I'm a dancer like I used to dance like you know this style you know back in the day I'm looking to get into it like you know uh cute. you like help me and he just said yes and he uh told me he was gonna send me Uh, this other guy that's in his dance group, because he was gonna help me get in touch with the actual person who run it. He got me in touch, and then we scheduled like they had a practice. I went to the practice. I was nervous, and when I went into the practice, it was so many people. I think it was probably like twelve people in there, and it was a little space. So think about that: was twelve people in this little space um that they practiced in and I introduced myself and I was nervous and I don't think the first time I had to try out you know it was just them getting to know me and feel me if they wanted me you know around So the next time I had to try out and when you try out for a dance group you get sanctioned at least you know in you know this type of genre and get sanctioned means I have to battle one two three four however many people there I have to battle all of them no matter if I losing my breath or anything, like that's just testing you to see if you got what it really takes. Because if you want to be in a group, we battle, you know, competitively. So we're going to have to battle other people too. You're going to be losing, losing your breath. We want to see if you can handle it. We don't want, you know, no mess ups or anything. So I had to battle all of them and, you know, I had fun. Like I really had fun and I was tired, but I think just my fun, like me having fun and my energy, it just, Like it it came, you know, it just like came out of me because I didn't feel like that, you know, since, you know, when my brother got incarcerated. So it felt so lovely and I made the group and that was that.
0: Mm -hmm. It was just like that one moment that kind of made you happy and proud to be a dancer again.
1: Yes, my smile was huge. Like every time I dance, well, I don't really do it no more, but I smile because you know, it's my happy place. But mm-hmm. I don't want to do that no more. But around that time, I was all smiles. So I'm just happy it showed.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, what type of music like, do you like to, like to dance to in terms of, like, battles and everything?
1: Oh, it's definitely my style of music. It's called Baltimore Club Music. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, you know, over the years, um, and I'm just really getting into it, like, serious this year, I love hip-hop music. Oh. I like all-genre all, all music, um, like pop. Um, I'm starting to get into contemporary music, you know, because I dance slow, you know, with any song, but it's just something about like different music. I'm going to call it all styles music, you know, hip hop music, pop music, rock music, because when you're dancing nationally, they're not going to give me my type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to give me something that plays internationally, you know, Nicki Minaj, Ray Shremmer, you know, Khalid um, um koila ray like it's so many artists that they can play and i don't know these songs so it's important as a dancer and i'm learning that to know a lot of songs because it's not just gonna be in my realm it's gonna be in other realms too and yeah. as a dancer you gotta have you gotta wear different hats in different genres so it's very important
0: 100 mm-hmm, like throughout your journey like what do you want people to know in terms of like your journey or advice, like what would you say if someone asked you?
1: Um, I would just say, keep going. And I know it sounds cliche, but it's not. You literally have to keep going. And how do you keep going? You have to have faith, especially in God. You have to believe in yourself. And I know that sounds cliche again, as far as believing in yourself. But me growing up, I always look for somebody else to believe in me, somebody else to support me. And of course, we all want that support, but, and well, and belief, but if we don't believe in ourselves first, like how we expect somebody else to, you feel me? Like that's, that's very big. You know, you have to love whatever you're doing in whatever field. If you don't love it, it's just a hobby. I'm going to say that again. If you do not love it, it is just a hobby for you. If you're not taking it serious, that's fine that's just a hobby. But if you really want a career out of something, you need to love it because it's going to mentally drain you. If you try to make a career out of it and you don't love it, like you have to. And yes, that's, that's, that's really, you know, all I have to say as far as that, Mm -hmm. because that really goes a long way.
0: It really does. Because like, like, if you don't believe in yourself, then who's going to believe in you? Like, first of all, because like, the only person to believe in you is yourself that's the most important thing if you don't believe in yourself then who will believe in you
1: mm-hmm. yeah and god he's always number one you know if you don't believe in yourself in that moment talk to him because he will get you together you know it would feel great just listen to some music you know pray about it um do some yoga just, just say some affirmations. I'm beautiful. I'm loved. I believe in myself. I have a support system that I don't even know about yet, but I will meet them. Like it's certain things that you can say that can bring alignment to yourself and bring you happiness.
0: Exactly. And like, what is like one thing you have learned from your experiences so far?
1: Um, with dancing, I've learned to not really take everything personal. I mean just like acting it is a business you know I carry myself as a brand with dancing and acting um since I became very professional and acting, and I carry my dance brand with my acting brand you know so it's together so definitely professionalism um and you know just listening researching um keep studying, you know, because always be a student of the game is never not enough information. There's enough information out there for you to literally be successful in any field. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. Like, I don't know what else to say to that one. That's like, I, I don't know what to say there. But like, how has like your identity as a gay man formed your work as an actor and dancer?
1: Um. So... Hmm. It's, 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 it's kind of like a long story. I, I'm going to try to not make it long, but uh, I was always like, you know, confused of my sexuality, you know, and growing up people obviously knew that, but, you know, I did not have the voice to actually speak and say anything. Because of, you know, like I was afraid what my family would think and et cetera. But I came out in 2021, I believe, Um, had so much support from strangers, all of my friends. Um, I did not have that support from my family, um, specifically my mother and father. And uh, my brother wasn't really acceptance of it, but he loved me, you know, and he accepted it in the long run. So now it has formed me to be, you know, just open and strategic and clear, you know, about what I do and how I do it. And I'm glad that I'm open now. I'm glad that I could love myself for who I am without looking for any validation from anybody. I'm glad I have people that can guide me, you know, within my dancing career and acting career as a gay male, because, you know, it's hard for us out here, you know, not even just the males, but, you know, LGBTQ period in any field, but specifically acting and dancing, like, come on, it's hard. You know, people will put you in a box just because of your sexuality. And it's so not cool. You know, I want people to love the LGBTQ community. You know, you don't have to speak to them. Just support it, you know, because we are people too. And we have faith. And it's okay to just, you know, let it out, you know. So I'm just glad that I have the people in my life now that support me and my sexuality and the decisions that I make
0: mm-hmm 100 because like no matter what your sexuality is like people shouldn't treat you or see you differently this is the way you are because like the way you are just like makes you unique no matter what no matter your skin tone your sexuality etc like you are still human you still have feelings and like you do not need to talk to them just like be supportive be like i like you may never know how much support they're getting like like you said like your brother kind of didn't really understand it. And so, like, you, like, if, like, you know, it may know, like, how much support you're getting, but if you tell people, like, let's just say on social media, like, you tell your closest friends that you are, uh, you're gay and uh, um just your experience. And it's just, like, if, like, to get, like, their support, let's just say, well, like, what, no matter how big it is, like, it would mean a lot to at least get someone's support in, in how you feel and what um how you are.
1: Yeah, and it's family, you know, so it was hard to, you know, say something, you know, but I don't know, I just thought that it would be okay, you know, because I felt like it was a safe space, just 50% to say something, but I didn't want my family to find out on their own. I wanted to say something and to get that type of backlash from them. And I didn't say what the backlash was. I'm not, but it's just, it wasn't good, but it's just shaping me into the man that I am today. And as a black gay man, it's, it's hard Mm. out here, especially in the acting industry, especially dance wise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. Like, even if, like, no matter what your skin tone is, like, everyone goes through something entertainment-wise. Like, no matter if you're black, white, like, no one's different based off their skin tone. Like, everyone's treated the same no matter what. Like, I'm not going... Like, people shouldn't see diff- people differently based off of what they look like and what their image is. Because I mean, everyone's unique in their own way and everyone is amazing, no matter if you feel like you're not, like everyone is.
1: Yes, I love that you said everyone is unique in their own way. I said that twice before by lifetime. I stand on that.
0: Hmm. Me me, and you both. And, like, what actors and actresses would you like to work with in the future?
1: Ooh, Viola Davis. Yeah. Um... Uh, okay, Viola Davis, uh, Zendaya Coleman. Ooh. Um I would have loved to work with Cheswick Bozeman, um, R.I.P. Rest is beautiful soul. Um, I want to work with Denzel Washington. I want to work with um Ben Affleck. It's a lot of them. But oh, a list actors. Um, so a B-list actor, I do want to work with him. His name is Um What is his name? Uh Wow, I, I I forgot his name that quick. Um, but he played on BMF. Um, wow, it hurts my soul that I forgot his name. Um, yes, but yes, just know I want to work with B-list actors as well. I don't just want to work with A-list actors, but my number one is Viola Davis.
0: Mm-hmm, and Viola Davis is amazing. Like, if you ask me to work with one person, I'll give you, like, 20 names. I, like, I can't just pick one person because, like, yeah. there's literally so many that you're just, like, oh, I'm dying to work with. You just can't be just one person.
1: Yes, oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> and, like, you recently got to be part of HBO Max's Perry Mason, in which you are the boy with Converse. Like, I wanted to ask, like, what is a boy with Converse and Perry Mason? <laughs>
1: So, it's a role, um, obviously. Uh, so, Boy With Converse, um, that was the name, you know, of the character. Um, and it was uh, on HBO Max, and I had a privilege and honor to play him. And he was, you know, really a regular kid, you know, uh, well, regular teen um, in town that got mistaken for somebody else. And he got yoked up just over some shoes. So the story is really important. That's why it's called Boy With Converse. That's why my name was Boy With Converse because it wasn't really focused on me. It was focused on a Converse, the yeah. Boy With the Converse. Um, so yeah.
0: That's terrific. Like, especially the Converse today. Like, Converse is such a big thing, especially me. Like, I own, like, two of them. They're just yeah. amazing. Like, Converse, like, once I saw it, I'm like, converse terrific (laughs) like (laughs) yeah but like i want to thank you so much for coming on taking the time i know it's been a little crazy around here a little bit but like i wish you the best of everything and i like if you need help or anything feel free to reach out and if you want to do like a dance thing soon Feel free to mm-hmm. call me and then let me know. <laughs> I'll be happy to. But like, thank you so much for coming on, Shamar. And I really appreciate you for coming on. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Talk of Fame. And I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. And thank you, Shamar, for coming on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Kylie. I really appreciate you for having me. And everybody else have a blessed and amazing week.
0: Thank you too, as well. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you.